Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Grain Markets and Other Stuff. I am here uh, joined by my friend Chris Barron from AgView Solutions. We're recording on Thursday morning. You guys are going to see this uh, Saturday morning. But I wanted to bring Chris back and do kind of an update on farm budgets. We're going to talk about the corn-soybean ratio and maybe the prospect for some corn acreage uh uh, coming or acres moving back into corn uh, versus those uh, March prospective plantings numbers. Chris, a lot has changed in the last like six weeks or so, right? Yeah, it really has. You know, when we start looking at the numbers, I, I think those who have time to sit down where it's too wet, too cold, um, maybe planting a few bean acres or whatever and waiting on the corn because of the soil temperature and, and moisture conditions, I think. Uh, running the numbers is going to be uh, going to be pretty insightful to some opportunities for maybe some more corn acres. So here's one thing I'll show you guys before we run the numbers. So the the corn to soybean ratio is like almost two to one as we make this video here on Thursday morning, and this is a level that historically, historically speaking, would favor corn acres significantly over soybean acres. Usually anything below like 2.4, 2.3 down here, this would favor more corn acres. So we're in a situation that if it was a normal year, you would see drastically more corn acres. But I think, Chris, because of the fertilizer situation and these inputs, uh, this year is slightly different, right? It is. You know, the part of the question is, you know, a lot of people don't have inputs bought on the, especially on the nitrogen side for um, those additional corn acres, but I would still argue that you need to run the numbers because if you do have some acres potentially in flux, um, it's going to pay some pretty big dividends back to the operations bottom line. Okay, let's pull your spreadsheet up here. And this is kind of your corn versus soybean spreadsheet. Um, which one has the advantage here in terms of, of on-farm profitability and revenue and all that stuff? Kind of walk me through this. Sure. So um, this is actually a, a sheet, too, if anybody wants it, they can email us and we'll kick it out to you. But it, it's just a basic side by side. Currently, right now, what we have in there in the line item categories that we have broke out that we use from our tool profit manager, we have an aggregated data set of expenses. Those expenses that you see there from return to management to uh, land to taxes, interest, those are just an aggregate average of our client base so that's just kind of a starting point so you can go in plug your own numbers in corn versus soybeans maybe on one or two farms and just kind of look at what does it do if you in fact would switch some of those acres from soybeans to corn it's not a i'm not giving a recommendation here that that, that you, you you need to switch i'm just saying you need to run the numbers and look at what it does to your bottom line and you may switch some and you may not you may already have significant amount of soybeans marketed to where it's not going to allow you to. Um, so it depends a little bit on where you're at in your marketing. But if you're on the on the light end of sales, it probably is presenting an opportunity here. When you look at that ratio, you just described it. I think you showed it as 2.4. I've got it there. This is showing 2.06. When we see that kind of a ratio, usually there's a pretty good advantage to uh, corn. Um, and if you look Right now we have uh, on the corn yield, there's 213 there and 62.3.
on the on the yield there those are just numbers that are again are an average of our client base so you would go in there you know maybe you're in an area where you grow 250 bushel corn and 80 bushel beans or maybe you're in an area where you grow 120 bushel corn and you grow 45 bushel soybeans or whatever the numbers are and just kind of see where does it shake out for your individual operation and for that individual farm because in this scenario right now what we see is an in our aggregate, and I put this together, Joe, because you you emailed and said, hey, run these numbers. And I had honestly didn't um, aggregate it side by side like that until yesterday. And I was pretty shocked at a $300 an acre advantage to corn versus soybeans. That was really shocking to me. And then, you know, we have 500 acres in there as an example of a shift. Well, that's $156,000 to the bottom line on that 500 acres, the bottom line of the whole operation. Um, furthermore, you can ensure a higher dollar amount on the corn. And, um, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta look at this and say, okay, can we get the nitrogen or whatever? But if you scroll down and look at the nitrogen cost I have in there, we have, uh, a nitrogen cost on the corn side at, uh, so I make sure I see it there. Scroll down or yeah, there we go. Yeah, $193 an acre for nitrogen. And so it becomes a question of supply. It also becomes a question of where you at on your sales. You know, we switched some acres the other day and I'll just tell you, I mean, it increased our percent sold on soybeans, but it decreased our percent sold on corn and we were able to price some corn at, you know, seven seven forty seven. I think we got. And so, you know, if you look at that and say, okay, what does that do to your marketing? The only caveat I would say, and you can echo this or, or agree or disagree, but if you do make that change over to the corn acres, sell the corn. Don't, because then, because that's how you're taking the advantage of the, of the price differential or the advantage. So if you, if you say, okay, I am going to shift those acres, then you better make some sales um, because there's no guarantee that that ratio stays there, is there, Joe? Yeah, no, that's that's sound logic. I mean, this this advantage here and all of the stuff you're mentioning, it's all smoke and mirrors unless you actually make a sale. It's it's just not. Yeah. I mean, if if you're doing it for pricing per for because of the markets, then you should take advantage of the markets. Uh, this this advantage here, this three hundred and thirteen dollars per acre. What was that? Say six weeks ago. I know it was still an advantage to corn six weeks ago, but what if you had a ballpark? It. <clears throat> yeah, I would say that. You know, again, it depends on the yield that the producer plugs in. So for some, it's more than others. The average, though, has probably increased by about uh, 130 bucks an acre, I'd say, on corn recently as that, that corn-soybean ratio has, you know, has changed. Um, that's That's been the biggest thing that's changed it. But I would also, though, say that yield is a huge piece of that thing. So you need to go in, you need to plug your yield in, you need to put your side-by-side -side in accurately, and then just say, okay, what does that do to my bottom line? Is that gonna make me more money? And that's that's the goal. Yeah, I think the corn market pretty clearly is is attempting to, I guess you could say, buy back some of the acres that USDA said we lost year over year uh, in that March report. And if, if I had to guess personally, I would say, yeah, we probably pick up some corn acreage versus March intentions. Would that be your thought as well? I definitely think we're going to pick up corn acres because there's a lot of 
a lot of people that are running the numbers. The, the biggest issue is going to be if we can get planting here, you know, right. it's been so cold and there are some wet areas or some super dry areas too. And the other thing that's the, the one paradigm I would throw out there that has changed too is it used to be that people planted corn first and then they planted beans. A lot of areas are mm -hmm. planting soybeans before corn. And that caused the planters to keep rolling on corn when it, that used to be the case. Is that going to be the case now where if it stays cool and, and guys are rolling on beans and they stay on beans, it might have an effect too. So um, it still comes down to bottom line, run your numbers, know your numbers. And if you can make more money, that's the, that's the name of the game. Good deal. Hey, Chris, thanks for the quick update, guys. I think Chris will send you a copy of this tool if you'd like it. Um, I will have uh, Chris's contact info in the description on the YouTube video and also in the podcast. And if you need some info, you can email me to info at standardgrain.com is my email. Uh, Chris, anything you'd like to add? No, I uh, just have every, wish everybody a safe and uh, prosperous uh, spring of 2022. Good deal. Thanks, Chris. Uh, we'll see you guys later.